chill and reflect on cancel culture. You know, everyone has their reasons why they participate in cancel culture. Like some people feel a part of the makings of the rise of people, groups, or situations so much so that they feel like they have to say or do something. It's their power. And in using this cancel culture power, you know, some genders and cultures get it worse than others. And so their comeback is much more difficult. So how does this happen? Well, our brains are wired to organize things and people into groups. It's called cognitive mental heretics. Basically, it's we do mental shortcuts. Uh, we process information real quick. We try to group it real quick. And we just, it's just the shortcuts that we take. That's what human beings do. We have the tendency to do that about life stuff. So, you know, human beings, they group things together to make it easier. And this cancel culture is a power that can be used for good, or it could be used to tear down. Uh, according to Cass and Fain and Marcus, as perceivers, this is a quote, as perceivers, we routinely routinely sort each other into groups on the basis of gender, race, age, and other common attributes in a process called social categorization. And in these groupings, these groupings create issues like in-groups and out-groups, competition, and the notion that one group has to succeed over the other, other especially like for survival. I think uh, J-Rock's lyric, he's a rapper, he has this lyric that says, you either with me or against me, ho. And by ho, I don't mean a guardian too. <laughs> uh, I think that lyric captured it best. Um, so we're grouping people based upon our influences, our upbringing, societal norms. And the thing is, the brain is special. As much as it is brilliant, it's also you know prone to error. And we have to be aware that our brains function well and then they just do shortcuts and be missing out on stuff, you know. And one of the errors is a confirmation bias. It's like once the brain has settled on the cause of something, uh, individuals seek out information to support their findings, which is known as a confirmation bias. So once we decide something, it's kind of hard for us to change our mind sometimes. And if you listen to episode four um, with my husband Tron Mason you will see that he had a difficult time a little bit I can pick on him because he's my boo <laughs> you will see that when it came time to try to like transform and to move forward he had a difficult time changing his mind about certain things and that's how our brains are that's how they work and also not only do our brains kind of can just have this era of a confirmation bias, but our brains can have an era of a base rate fallacy where we can be presented with different facts, with different logistics. But if the image that we have in our brains, if it's more intense, if it's more graphic, then we're gonna to lean to that rather than go with the statistics. Um, and I think you're even seeing that in mainstream culture today when we talk about 
the President Trump and how he was able to secure the election, um, there is this image of him that people have the image of him as being a great businessman. Though, if you look at, you know, statistics and some of the outcomes of his businesses, he's had so many failed businesses, it's ridiculous. And it would show that he may not be the best business person that we think that he is. However, because those are the images in our brain in terms of what has been associated with him, we sometimes override facts and information, well, certain groups do, uh, override facts and information and go with what's readily available in their brain. So a base rate fallacy, that's what it's called. So we're talking about these things and I just want you guys to, you know, chill, sip and reflect on how do we change this dynamic um, and how we change this dynamic is we have to be cognizant that the brain makes errors and that as human beings, we make errors as well. Not everybody is perfect. We don't get it right all the time, but we can challenge our mind that once we have collected this information or made a decision about a person, a group, a situation, that we can challenge that information over time by looking at you know, the behavior before, behavior during the event, and the behavior afterwards. And actually search for information in general, not to just support what it is that we are hoping to find, but support for information. I mean, look for information to support, period. So you can make a decision in terms of rather this cancel culture will be finite or whether it will be temporary. So, sip, take a little pause, let's pause, sip, and reflect, and until next time, peace and lemons. Thanks for listening. This concludes another episode of the Spike Lemonade Podcast with your girl, health and happiness strategist, T.C. Mason. Join in on the conversation and don't miss another episode. Subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a review. And if you really want to get in on the Spike Lemonade Conversations, Suggest some topics, some guests, even a situation of the day. And you can email us at lemondrop at spikedlemonade.live. Again, we want to hear from you. Email us at lemondrop at spikedlemonade.live. Catch you next episode. Peace and lemons.